Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss your favorite Marvel sports. We bring you in-depth analysis of each event across many different Marvel sports competitions. Catch all the information and drama you want to hear about your favorite players, teams, events, and more right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And I know today, looking at the title, you do not want this intro to take hours. We know what you guys came to hear, who you came to hear. But I do want to announce a couple of quick things. First off, um, if you heard the rumors, yes, there is an MSW Algodoo League planned. It will be on the YouTube probably starting sometime in January 2020. So if you're interested in Algodoo, um, we're going to be trying to push the boundaries of decoration and of u- event uniqueness and commentary and all that kind of stuff with what we're releasing. So go over to the YouTube. It's called MSW Podcast. Subscribe to the channel. And you'll get more updates on that. While I'm on the topic of the YouTube, we have our episode 25 special coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, After this episode, it will take a little bit of time for us to polish up the rest of the episode, but we're going to get it out as soon as we can. And that episode will come with um, many animations, um, extra animations than we normally have in our episodes. And it will also feature on the YouTube Big shout out to Piney, who will be helping with those. Yes. But besides that, definitely make sure. Sorry, just definitely make sure to check out the YouTube version of that one if you normally listen to the SoundCloud version (laughs) of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because there will be some pretty funny animations. I've already seen an example of her work, and it's uh, it's pretty good. So I'm really excited for the special guys putting all those clips together kind of taking a walk through time all the way back to March something. I think it was March 29th might have been the first episode released. And I'll tell you what, we come quite a long way. And so long that we're actually going to be having the special guest in the name of the episode that you see in the title there. But And we don't want to delay anymore, guys. So let's get to the news with Johnny Marble. We're going to see you on the other side and be talking with Greg Woods. Hello, Marble Sports fans! I am Johnny Marble, here as always, undisputed, till the end of time, with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. And Guys, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so let's jump right into it. More Marble 1 teams have come to light, and they include Team Galactic, Team Momo, and the Hornets. They will all be strapping up their cleats and competing in the upcoming tournament. 
Now this might just be Johnny Marble, but I kind of hope we see the Limers or even the Oceanics get put into this tournament. I think it would be really good for both teams and Marble the One in general. Win-win. In other news though, JMR has released their first Marble League themed Marble Run set. The set is produced by Corsetti and only ships to Europe. However, JMR does have a seller in America as well. So that means you can go home, or wherever you want to do this, get out that set, and run your own simulations of Marble League. It's like fan fiction a little bit, but it's... Anyways, MSPN is soon to release M Games Event number 2 and the first installment of PMA. Now in MSW news, Flame Vapor has decided to partner with Marble Sports Worldwide to help create Season 1 of the MSW Algoto League. Yeah, that's right. Exciting! Exciting time! The MSW Podcast Episode 25 special will be coming out around Thanksgiving, so be on the lookout for that. But wait, best of all, this episode will feature the one, the only, Greg Woods, commentator for all JMR Marble sports. Man's a legend in this business. But that's the end of my sheet. That's the end of the news. I've been Johnny Marble. You've been great. Let's take it back to Brendan and, of course, our special guest, Greg Woods. Give him give him a welcome. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back from the news. Thank you again, Johnny Marble, for keeping us updated on the excitement going on in the Marble Sports community. A lot going on and a little going on all at the same time. Marbula One continues to do its reveals. I think we're up to seven now, right? Hornets are the recent one. I can't um, can't believe they're going to be in it, but I'm uh, very excited to see a fan-created team getting all the way to Marbula One. We, we await some really exciting events coming up. Marbula 1, Marble League 2020 coming soon. MSPN's got a lot of stuff cooking up too. But as we wait, we want to welcome our very, 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 I could not say very enough times here, special guest, Greg Woods. Greg Woods, please say hello to all the fans out there who know and love you. Hello, everybody who is out there in the Marble Universe. <laughs> oh man oh man yes yes it is great to hear your voice i am still in disbelief that that he is on the msw podcast a podcast that started with me and a headphone mic back in uh, march of of 2019 but he's here guys he's here in the flesh in the voice and we're gonna give him the question we give all of our first time guests and that is Greg, how did you get in to Marvel Sports? So I, it isn't that much different than what you described for the start of this podcast, uh, where it was on a very low-tech setup. And if you want to go back a little farther than that, uh, Yella had been making these videos for a while. I, I had no idea they existed. And I saw one of them that was posted to Reddit. And it was one of the kind of his old-style videos where it was just following the marbles down the hill listening to the sounds of them kind of clinking back and forth. And I, I watched a few seconds of this, and I paused it because I thought, this would be kind of fun if we put a little bit of commentary to it. Like, just, you know, give them some intention and, and follow them down the hill and see where it goes from there. So I, I froze the screen for a while, and I tried to, tried to memorize at least as, as many as I could or at least, you know, come up with some names or something. And I, I got my stick <laughs> yeah. mic for my computer out, and I recorded it 
listening back to it now, it, it seemed really cringy to me because I don't think it was terribly good. <laughs> but I thought, oh, what the heck, you know, maybe somebody will get a kick out of it and put it online. And it kind of blew up after that. So after a while, Yeller reached out to me and said, would you want to do this for all the videos coming up? And I guess nice. the rest is history. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is that is awesome. The, the, the best part about that story um, for me is that I had always imagined you being like a commentator or a radio show person, just like someone out there in the world. And then uh, Yelly or Dion, uh, who creates the videos, imagined the marble sports having commentary and just kind of reached out to a bunch of people, you know, spread their net wide among good commentators to try to find someone to do it. Um, that's how I always had imagined it. But the fact that you had like, you had been the first one to have the idea and, and, and propose it and be like, this would be funny even, uh, or crazy. Um, that's always the best part of that for me. <laughs> it, it wasn't even a proposal as much as, here you go, see if anybody finds this fun. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, think, I think afterward I went out and like worked on my car or something for a little while. I didn't come back for a couple <laughs> hours. And I came back and somebody had given me Reddit gold and it was, it was going from there. And I thought, what the heck just happened? <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. that's awesome, dude. That must have been. What was that like? What did that feel like when all of a sudden you you did something for fun that you thought would be cool, and then all of a sudden you're here? Like you like it's such a huge step to go from doing something like that for fun, and then all of a sudden you're the you're the regular commentator, the voice of that hundreds of thousands of people listen to. What does that feel like to you? It, each step has been. A little bit different because each time I, I look at this and go, how is this even possible? Whether it was starting to do the videos regularly, you know, coming up with the the, the Marble Olympics, the Marble League, and then seeing that grow, um, you know, branching off of just the Sand Marble Rally, and then all the other random things that, that he did on top of that, and then you know, you, you have the the growth of the YouTube channel, and then of course the Ocho. Like, how how did that even? come to exist it just completely blows me away <laughs> that we were legitimately on the ocho and i i still i have it saved on my dvr i i, I watched it and i still can't Same. really wrap my head around that so i i don't really know what it feels like because each time i i keep getting surprised whether i hear of some people watching this in a, a totally different part of the world or you know kids that are building their own stuff or whatever it is each one just kind of makes me go wow that that is incredible yeah, and there's also the the recently released um, Gels Marble Runs, like, what is it, a toy or yeah, it's a the toy uh, kit. The, the, it's like the Marble League uh, uh, track set. Like, so it's like an official product, basically. Right, you can make your own. Yep. Yeah, it's it's uh, I I can't even believe that it's come that far. It, it's just it, it baffles me. It baffles me that this is happening. <laughs> I mean, it, but yeah, that must be. That must be something else to be to be the voice of all, all hundreds of thousands of people listen to you and 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 love you, idolize you even. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, far but yeah. I mean it's it, it it's definitely interesting to to hear the different reactions and stuff, especially when, you know I, I I try to do it the best that I can. I try to do it in one take so that it's it's a genuine reaction. And sometimes right. you know there are some things that I mislabel a marble here or there, or I, I miss something because I'm looking at one part of the screen. But I. I like to think that that keeps the the authenticity to it a little bit, uh, rather than just overdubbing it or or re-recording things in or oh I messed up let's just start over. 
Right. So actually, that's a good question I had. Do you just like when you receive the video, do you just turn it on and just you don't even watch the video once through you turn it on and just start recording or do you at least give it a watch through before you start recording? Nope. I when when I get the video, sometimes there will be some directions to it that'll say, here's how we're going to do scoring or, you know, here's how we're going to do this or this. Aside from that, that's about all I know going into it. You know, maybe recently they'll say, hey, put in something for, for the sponsor here. Um, right. Otherwise, right. no. I And that's why sometimes you will probably hear my bewilderment in cases where it's either done in a different way or there's a, a kind of a weird scoring system because I'm kind of learning it as I'm literally reading it on the screen and then kind of going from there. So it's a surprise. Yeah, I like that's, that, that's though, cool. because... It brings that, like you said, that authenticity and that, like, not all the fans may notice when there's something new, and you kind of almost bring that attention to a new thing or a unique part of, of the event to the fans because you're seeing it, you're commentating, you're like, oh, uh, this scoring's different, or oh, the blocks are a different size this year and the block pushing, or the track is different. Um, and then it kind of brings that attention to all the the viewers who kind of see what's going on. So I think it, it's it's impressive, by the way, also that you can kind of go in kind of blindly and you have the mm-hmm. skill to commentate pretty almost flawlessly most of the time the through the events without even have watching them through first, which is um, it's impressive skill, actually. It's it's a little nerve wracking at times because I don't want to get you know 15 <laughs> minutes into a video and realize that I've been saying the wrong kind of scoring or something like that. So right, you, you right, definitely right. have to do a little bit of speed reading. You know, I've taken some notes sometimes. I'll scribble something down or I'll write down times as they come across so that I can reference them later. Uh, it's kind of a learn as you go. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, we wanted to ask. How many videos do you think you've done commentary for at this point? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I've, I, I don't think I've ever counted. But if you, if you take into account that the different events have, what, usually 10 or 15 different rounds to them, I would think we've probably got to be around 50 or more. Maybe, maybe, maybe not that many. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not positive on that. Wow. Hmm. That's a lot, though. Yeah, you've done you've done all four years of Marble League, Marble Olympics, um, and the Sand Marble Rally, mm-hmm. and the kind of spin-offy tournaments like uh, the Hubelino, right? <laughs> yep, yep, and and the Halloween races and and things like that. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh, so, oh, I'm curious about like, um, what is your favorite part about commenting? Like, is it, like just like actually seeing the the event itself, or like. Like we're seeing it make a per- a personal favorite team competing. I think when you really start to love these events, I think at the heart of it, it's because you are a fan of the competition and, and you're a fan of of that that idea in general. Uh, for me, I I love sports, and, and and when I say that, I I really literally mean I love pretty much all kinds of sports. I, I follow all kinds of different ones from around the world. Um, I, I I'm very open with what I believe a sport is, and when I see this, it's the same sort of mentality. You, you've got your underdogs. You've got the fantastic performances and the ones that kind of come out of nowhere. And you've got unpredictability that ends up 
you know, becoming kind of memorialized in these fantastic achievements or these, these big stages. And all of that at the heart of it, that's sports. And, and it applies here and it applies in, in other types of racing and it applies in other events as well. So that's, I guess it's probably my favorite part of it is that it really is. It feels like you are a part of pretty much any other kind of sport out there. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. agree. Yeah. You, I, I'd say that your commentary is one of the reasons that marble sports feels like marble sports and not just marble racing or marble events or marble tournaments because it you bring that excitement that you just mentioned to the events and you make everybody else that watches excited too because now people view a rangers and savage speeders and um uh you know name some other teams that win every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> sorry we, we we know the big teams, crazy cat size or something. Um, you make them seem like real teams that are practicing in the off season and um, thinking through how they're going to approach each event and strategizing what team they're going to pick. And then people you can you see in the like if, in the Reddit posts, um, big standouts are like when people got upset that like when Starry was not chosen for Sand Marble Rally because the last two years starry performed really well or like how red number three people write novels in the reddit about how red number three is a marble isn't Mm -hmm. a marble should be competing should not be and and it's like it's seen as a real sport the drama in this sport um is like comparable to to those kinds of sports it's the excitement you bring I think that kind of makes it real for everybody else. That, that is true. If, yeah. if, if you're talking about off-track stuff, one of my favorite things absolutely is the lore. It, it's, it's how much gets built around this. And, and you know, I, I can't take credit for that because that's, that's the people who are really diving into this and they're, they're creating the memes and they're creating all of these stories and, and they're, they're going along with it. You know, maybe I'll, I'll you know, I'm, I'm giving them a starting point. But to see where they've run from there, and, and now you've got these these posters, and, and they've really personified the teams, uh, that's that's pretty phenomenal to see. And, and you know, part of that is what Yella and Dion have done in the videos also, um, painting these pictures literally for me to talk about. Otherwise, I wouldn't have anything to shout at. So I, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> um, I do got to say... Uh... Ever since I think like you started doing commentary like on the uh, Yellow's videos, like I've seen a, a much different approach to all sorts of marble racing. Like there in the past, like there would be like a some of the, like a bunch of kids like who would film their marble races and they would talk about the races that went on, but they were never really commentating on it. But ever since uh, you did your commentary on Yellow's uh, channel and it was made like an official part of the videos, like channels of all kinds, like. Uh, MSPN, for instance, like they they started using commentary once they started making their videos, and like I feel like you set a standard for like what marble racing could be, like and taking that immersion to the next level, like not just having a bunch of music in the background with silence, but like actually having some someone to, a commentator to make it feel even more official. I, I've always been curious what some of the other ones do. I haven't really watched that many other ones, but I, I've always wondered, <laughs> you know, what is the rest yeah. of that like? And and the, the neat thing is. It's cool to be in that position that, that we are in to to be kind of the, the, the trailblazers on this and, and the groundbreakers to uh, be saying, hey, let's come up with this Absolutely. stuff and uh, see where it goes from here. And then all of a sudden we've got these layers upon layers that have built around <laughs> marbles rolling down a hill. And now it's this whole thing that I, I just I, it's still difficult to comprehend. 
but it's neat to be in that that role and and I again it's it's not just me it's a lot of people that go into it yeah yeah um to speak to a little bit about what other channels do um I'd say the the two other big names in Marvel sports which um which yeah I, I can't believe it but I actually say that there are big names in Marvel sports as far as the content goes <laughs> um you got MSPN uh Marvel Sports Performance Network for those who are confused in that acronym uh they kind of took a different approach to um the Marvel tournament thing they do they call theirs there's the M games and it's kind of more of an extreme Marvel sports thing they have a new event coming out. It's like a it's like a RAM event with the marbles smashed into each other, kind of like Collision, but more intense. Hmm. And they have commentary too, um, and their commentary is pretty good. Um, Marble Fubica is the other notable channel. Um, they've been a little bit of a hiatus as uh, I think they're rebuilding a studio, but they release kind of more marble videos more that where the teams are like real countries and things like that and um well that's what they've been doing and so they have commentary too uh they use the same guy who does mspn and um they kind of do a different style than jmr but they they bring some some good quality as well um the other aspect of marble racing that uh it's quite big still is um Algadoo racing which is um marble tournaments and races created out of this physics simulator right. called Algadoo and that simulator like Marble Mayhem from MSPN has used commentary on that as well and that simulator people have gotten super creative with that as well but um I would say definitely as uh, Mr. Waff said before um definitely the you doing commentary and people seeing that and hearing that and I think I think one of the best videos JMR had got like almost 10 million views. So definitely a lot of people saw it. Like that's been an inspirational to the way a lot of people do their marble sports today. Um, and even the fact that we call it marble sports, right? The fact that it's not it's not marble racing anymore. It's not, um, uh, you know, marble competition. We call it marble sports now. And it, it's become a sport. It, like and people accept it as a sport at least some do you know um <laughs> more should and yeah or or should and and it's just crazy how 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 much you've inspired in in other people as far as creating goes I, one thing i love to see is and i mentioned this just a little bit is to see like you mentioned the kids that are, are getting out there and now doing this um th- there were a friend of mine um has has heard of of kids watching this uh, in classrooms, so he will put it on during study hall, and and that will be kind of their their uh, cool. reward. Or uh, there's a teacher kind of near here that apparently uses that as part of a behavior plan to say, hey, if you do what you need to do, then we'll let you watch a marble video. And I mean, it's stuff like that. Or you know, actually meeting some of these kids and, and saying, "Oh, we we built this big marble run, and, and we want you to watch it, and, and look at these marbles, and here's their story." And it's like, wow, that I, I mean, th- that may have happened eventually with with somebody, but I I don't know. I it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to believe that uh, that I played a part in that sometimes. Yeah, a major part too. Um, oh, go ahead, Mister Well. Uh, I was just gonna say like. Like it's pretty crazy. Like I think, like for all of us, like how like like you became a commentator for Marvel Sports, and like we became uh, heads of a podcast about Marvels. Like, but like 
for, for you, like how, like how crazy is it to try and explain what you do to other people? What's yeah, kind of neat is that it, it, a lot of people have a similar reaction where when you first tell them about it, they, they're kind of a little bit dismissive of, oh, yeah, sure. And then you explain a little bit of what it is, and, and usually you can see their interest peak a little bit. And especially if you're there when they watch the videos, there's still that skepticism at the start of it. But just like I think we all had when we first watched these Marble videos, like halfway through it, you're cheering along and, and you're, you're kind of rising and falling with the action. And, and by the end of it, you can start to see why this is a thing. And, and that's, that's been really neat to see. Yes, there are still some people that go, uh, really? Marbles rolling down a hill? And I said, yeah, and then I, I yell at them, and, and people watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's sometimes where it ends. But <laughs> to hear that, to hear like a, a friend of mine down in Florida, he said, yeah, the conductors on the Hogwarts Express were talking about this. And I was like, what? Really? That is Seriously? Insane. No way. <laughs> Wait, that's nuts. <laughs> that's crazy. That is nuts. Oh my, that's crazy. Yeah, people just, now you can like hear it around. I mean, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, case in point, by the way, of what we were talking about, our live chat just started giving hashtag oh rangers and hashtag haze amaze, you know, just shouting <laughs> out their favorite team because the team has become like a story for them, like like rallying behind your favorite team, just like you would rally behind a, a, your favorite football team or sports team, uh, you know, whatever you're into. And it's... It is crazy how the story kind of has start to come together. I know I know someone from my school, and oh, in general, hmm. some of the people in my school are into it. Some of them kind of have this other the reaction that you um, that you kind of said, where it's like, uh, oh, um, oh, that's kind of weird, man. That's kind of silly. What is that? I can't even believe that's a thing. Uh, but all right, so well, I'm gonna kind of just bring us back in with like a like a reintro. Uh, okay. Kinda. All right, guys. If you're listening to this, uh, uh, wow, I have no idea how to intro this back, <laughs> dude. What the hell, dude? <laughs> that was actually scary. Okay. Anyway, guys, if you're back here, uh, for us, this was about a 10 minute jump. For you guys, it was about a half a second. Um, but uh, Greg accidentally got kicked out of the Discord chat, so um, he is back now. Uh, I am back now. Uh, if I was cut off in the middle of a sentence, uh, I don't know what I was saying. So um, I'm sure we'll figure that through as we go through the rest of this episode. Um, but something that people wanted to know in the live chat as Greg was finding his way back to the chat is, uh, do you have a favorite Marble League team? Ah, that a favorite Good question. Sand Marble Rally competitor, even. You know, I, as as a commentator, I I must remain uh, indifferent. I must remain uh, uh, unbiased. So when I watch this, it kind of changes who I who I root for. I there's not a single team that I usually stick with. Uh, I, I, I try to remain neutral with all that, but, you know, sometimes if there is a really good underdog story or if there's, you know, a record-breaking performance or something, you got to appreciate that. And, and you got to kind of hope, you know, maybe this is the time, for instance, that the Oceanics are not going to finish last. You know, maybe this is, this is when they're going to do really well. <laughs> or, you know, you, you watch something in the San Marble Rally and maybe somebody's running away with it and you hope a little bit, maybe this will come back. And then right, you'll yeah. have a multi-marble battle for the championship. So again, that kind of gets back to that whole sports notion because that's at the heart of it is, is you want good stories like that. And as a commentator, I do too. So I, I love seeing where the lore 
builds and where it goes and, and you know, the rise and fall of the different teams. I, I, it's doing it again. Oh, okay. All right, it's back. Oh, uh, man. That was weird. Okay. I don't know what just happened. That, that was, was only a half a second that time. Uh, yeah, that ha- okay. Hey. Earlier when he was when you were talking, that happened to me too. Like it just happened to me yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I, I know that's crazy. I don't know. Hopefully, we don't have a we have a ghost up in here, but I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, let's just hope it uh, works out, guys. Um, I don't. I have no clue why this would be happening. This is the first time. Uh, maybe it's because that the Discord chat. I think the MSWP channel cannot even believe that greg is talking <laughs> in wp live so it's just like it's spazzing out right now um but we'll plow ahead obviously i don't know i don't even know if what i'm saying right now is going to be in the show uh justin will figure that out so anyways yes like you were saying it fits uh, the lore is created by the comebacks and the the um the the competition um would you do you have a memorable event like a favorite uh, uh, event that was most, you know, competitive, most exciting to you, or a memorable uh, event overall that you just like to watch? You know, I, I figured that this question would probably be coming at some point, and I, I really never had a good answer for that, because I there's so many that are either kind of special to me or uh, that, that were just a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, the first one that I ever commentated, that one's going to hold kind of a special place in my heart, if you want to say it like that. Um, right. But but then I, I think about some of the actual events themselves, especially the the, the clinching rounds of, of contests. You know, when, when a champion is going to be decided in that event, whatever you do. And I, I love those because that's that's where the intensity is at the highest. Um, or... I, I like the some of the sprint races, you know, where it, it kind of gets back to uh, to calling rally races or not rally relay races almost, uh, where it's just right. going back and forth, and and it's you know you can see them across from each other, and who's going to get it, and we're talking about tenths of a second. Uh, I love I those know. sorts of things. So is there is there one that kind of stands out above all of them? Not really. Uh, I just I get that same thrill out of a lot of different uh, different events like that. So would you say you're more? excited and and you like better the the racing events over like more like the curling and the collision or you just kind of appreciate the uniqueness of each one i'd probably go for the latter because if i were to say that i i like one versus the other the, the thing is they're constantly coming up with all these different types of events like i <laughs> i have no idea how they come up with some of these and and because they're always different because they're always changing there's no way that i could definitively choose one versus the other uh, because some of them are just fascinating and, and you've got to treat them a little bit differently too. Obviously, a, a rally race is going to be a lot different than an 18-minute set of curling matches. Uh, you've got to you've got to treat <laughs> yeah, that differently yeah, yeah, because exactly. it's a lot more strategic. It's not the physical, you know, strength and, and speed and all of that. It's a lot of strategy and it's a lot of, you know, figuring out what the next steps are going to be and why are they doing this and then what are they going to gain? So, they're so different. I love that about them. <laughs> uh, since we're talking about um, favorite events, do you have a favorite team? No, I do not. No? Uh, it's. It, I think he. Yeah, I, think I, he I said mean, that. I think you would cut out when he had answered that or something. Yeah, oh, that, really? that that could be the case. I mean, I, I I like a lot of different ones, and and I I want to see them do well. If if we can kind of spread them around a little bit, okay, you know that that's that's great. But 
I also I love to see it when a team has just got it together when when they are are just unstoppable and how can they do this and you know another event where where they're on top or they're in the top three or whatever it is um, I I like that about them and, and it also helps to build the team's background and the team's legacy that way too and well the good thing is that gives me more to talk about later yeah exactly and like you know I I, I always find it amazing how the events and, and the competitions work out where somehow w- even though they're all marbles of the same size and proportion and weight the savage speeders always do a lot better if you look at the stats they are consistently they have not finished a marble olympics below top five and then you have other teams like the pinkies which always seem to be able to qualify for each year's marble olympics but never do better than like bottom half you know what i'm saying and i i i don't i don't know what you think on that if you notice that pattern of like actually there's like it seems even more like a sport because teams act it's not it doesn't seem random because teams actually have different skill levels almost yeah but it it always strikes me as as, as funny how how all of them work out like that yeah you would not expect that and and i think that's what draws people back as well because if it, if it was truly random and if it was you know it, no two had won the same thing you know more than once or twice then all right that would be a very different kind of picture but because for whatever reason sometimes you get enough of this and, and maybe maybe it's I, I don't want to call it anthropomorphizing but it, but it's it's you know whatever we would call putting human stuff onto marbles um it, it, it really adds to it yeah yeah i'd, I'd say so Anyways, we should. I really wanted to get into this other topic that um, we had mentioned in a recent episode, actually like 10, 10 episodes ago, and I was kind of talking about what you were talking about with the whole the whole sports feel that that um, that Marvel Sports has now. But um, we had brought up this crazy idea that we called back in twelve episode twelve thirteen. We called it Marvel Chaos Theory. Oh, that was episode ten. And it was episode ten. Well, I yeah, I think that was the f- we we named we named it in episode thirteen, but we started talking about it in episode ten. Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. I think that's about right. Yeah, and what we had said is like because we were analyzing the Hubalino Maze race versus the Dirt race and talking about why people seem to love the Dirt race and and collision events, but you know the Hubalino Maze race kind of was a it was it wasn't the favorite event definitely, and and we were talking about how. Uh, it seemed that the more chaos, the more unnatural, uh, or natural, I mean, natural chaos that could be created in a marble sports event, like the vegetation just accidentally being there in the rafting, um, or the, the collision where you have no idea how they're going to collide and, and what formations they're going to take, kind of increase the excitement, and people kind of tend to enjoy those kind of events more. I don't know if you think anything on this. I one thing that I love when it comes to sports is when you get all these extra variables thrown in. I I mean personally whether it was watching them or playing in them, I, I love bad weather games. You know, when it's a football game and it's snowing like crazy or, you know, it's it's raining or something. I, I enjoy that because it adds another level onto it. You know, it's it, it just like in in I mean F1's a good example because they race in the rain. That people people love that because it's extra uncertainty. And and it's it's something different, and and when you when you get that in marble form, the vegetation was a great example because I you know first couple that went past it I thought eh you know I didn't even really notice it, but then as it became a bigger thing, 
all of a sudden that's that's an obstacle that's something that you have to get by that's something that you yeah. you know it, it's a challenge and it's it's unexpected because what they're, they're rolling down a, a, a waterway you don't expect shrubbery <laughs> to be sticking out there and that it will actually impact the outcome of the event so i love random variables like that because in some cases it can be the great equalizer uh, but also times it can just like right, you said c- right. create complete chaos yeah yeah absolutely um yeah the, the vegetate by the way i love how you handled the the um the vegetation goes to how you were talking about your commentary earlier you seem so surprised by it and like it almost became i think it did become a meme on the reddit for a little bit like oh <laughs> the vegetation <laughs> just s- stops everybody's in the tracks and then like when the green ducks <laughs> were the one of the first ones to not be impacted by it and actually get that world record because they didn't you when how you reacted to that that was that was just awesome um and and yeah just the the unpredictable variables uh where you just you just don't know and and it didn't even seem like jmr planned that kind of stuff right i think that's why yeah i I think that's absolutely true yeah anyways uh do you guys want to do some trivia mr waft do you have some trivia uh yes i have some questions from the fans and a question of my own that i prepared Awesome. Miss mm. Greg Woods, if you're okay with this, we want to hit you with some uh, Marble League trivia. Oh, That's no. kind of like a, a break <laughs> in the middle of the show right here. See, see what you know about, uh, about your favorite sport, you know? Oh, my. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So should I start us off? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so I'll start. I am ready. I'll start with a question I prepared. So this one shouldn't be too difficult. So in the San Marble Rally 2019 Race 4, who was the first marble to DNF? Oh gosh. Hmm. <laughs> That's ugh. I'm gonna say maybe it was one of the, Oh gosh. See, this is this is why as I'm as I'm running through all of this, I say it so that I don't have to write it down or I don't have to remember it because then I can just, you know, then I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Um, you know, I have no idea. Uh, let's say, uh, let's say El Capitan. Capitan. All right. Do you have a guess, Brendan? Um, oh, oh, this was, I'm, I'm part of this too. Oh, Uh, (laughs) yeah, that's right. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, if you hear the other trivia segments, I tell you what, um, it's not a bastion of knowledge on this side either. Um, let me let me think. First DNF in, in race four. I knew I know I was paying attention to the DNFs, but I feel like race four was like three years ago now. Oh, <laughs> it does feel that way. I feel like Black Knight DNF like every time, so we'll go Black Knight. All right. So all yeses in. All right. Yep. All right. The correct answer is Black Knight. Ah, really nicely yep. done. Because yes. Black Knight's been doing pretty bad recently. Yeah, the marble kind of sore in me, you know what I'm saying? I, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Black Knight had, like, I th- my previous trivia question actually was about Black Knight being having the most DNFs. Oh. Yeah, I think three, one in each of the races. Except, except for, for two. Yeah, except for two. <laughs> All right. Uh, and by the, by the way, while, we're, while I'm here on this topic, just want to mention something. I don't know. Um, especially to Greg here, because you would be blown away by how 
many people and and the just really dig into the stats here and really overanalyze the thing. I mean, you think we overanalyze because we got the podcast. <laughs> There's people like, um, oh, he's he uh, he was in the live chat before, but he left. Um, this guy named Falkoff, or I think his real name is Tim, and he like he's created graphs and charts and long explanations, uh, doing averaging. At, you know, adding up all the scores, averaging all the scores, averaging the times, and like giving some stats, even stats on the rivalry. It is it is unbelievable the the trivia that people have just accumulated over over marble sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought I, I it would it would be good to, good time to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as good a time as any, I suppose. Alright, so I do have two questions from S-Man. I'm, I'm pretty sure we've already had this first one asked, but I'll ask it just in case. What is the only team to comp- compete in an, a Marble League and never receive a medal? Team or or, or individual uh, a, Marble? A, a team. So like, what team has competed in the Marble League and never received a, mem- uh, a medal? Ooh... Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's that's why that's why it's so old. This was from this is I was looking. That's my bad. It was a month old. I mean, if you want, if I mean, we can still do it. <laughs> oh, there was. Go oh, ahead and answer it. I don't remember this. Oh gosh. Shoot. Okay. Uh, oh, I think I do. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna say that I've never meddled. <laughs> oh man, we're <laughs> asking questions. Oh gosh, I yeah, uh, I have I have no idea on this one. It seems like so many have gotten medals over time, and then you've gotten some teams that that only showed up for like a year, and um, ugh. probably one of those teams. Yeah, yeah, I I, I do was. not know. Uh, shoot. Uh, well, well, I think I'm trying to remember back to the last episode. Was it the Quicksilver's? It's a it's a one year team uh, from the first year. Uh, hmm. That's oh, <laughs> the amount of uh we do during all the trivia <laughs> segments. Yeah. Funny. Oh boy. Uh, we gotta keep we gotta keep the air with noise, but we we're like, what is the answer? I don't yeah, know. I know. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can. We are we are blowing them away right now. Yeah, so, doing so <laughs> doing so great. Yeah, the best of Greg Woods. How you? Yeah, do? yeah. There you go. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what some of the the first year teams were that never really came back. Mm. I, uh, for some reason, I'm, I want to guess Rojo Rollers, and I don't know why. I would guess like Cobalts or Quicksilvers. But, but he that's what he just said. It's not Quicksilvers. <laughs> yeah, because I I don't, oh, I don't remember Quicksilvers being in the first one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they weren't in, in 2016. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I'd go Cobalts then. That would be my uh, best guess. Okay, I'm going to go Rojo Rollers. Okay. Um, uh, do you have a guess? Oh gosh. Uh, how, how about we say? How about we say Snowballs? Snowballs. All right. So I'll check the answer here. It was. Wait. It was Quicksilver. Wait. What? Excuse. Quicksilver's. Excuse me. What? I thought it was really? I thought someone I, just. I thought someone just said that it, well, they weren't in the first year. Well, you know what. It, okay. lied. Well, regardless, <laughs> that was an old question. We I, sh- I wasn't supposed to ask it in the first place, so let's just forget that ever happened. And, and move that on. was another edition of Do You Know Your Marvels? <laughs> Do you know your yep, marvels? Yep. Oh, <laughs> and the answer man. for me is no. 
<laughs> oh boy. Okay. So, hey, but he can comment on them, you know. Oh, what just happened? All right. So well, let's was... let's ask the actual question that S Man wanted to ask. What team placed the highest in Marble League 2019 without a gold medal? What? Okay. So basically, yeah, the highest placing team that didn't have a gold medal. Right. Oh, I remember this. Someone like killed it with like silvers but didn't have a gold i can't remember the name mm. um, i feel wasn't it was it the savage speakers or was it the arrangers i might have I been thought... the raspberry racers no the raspberry racers won for like one first in some of them i know but you, you, i feel you... like i was like commenting on the fact they didn't have a gold yet well yeah but that was before the event that happened that when they did get the gold so i do remember that do think, savage speeders did get the first two golds, if I remember oh, right, because they were trying to go for the third in a row. Um, thinking the back... boost to people's fantasy leagues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Raspberry Racers, I feel like they were up there a couple of times. I, I think they might have gotten a gold somewhere. I, th- I think they might have. Um, I, I'm going to say highest placing team... Gosh, who so Savage Speeders? They did really well. Um, who else was up there a lot toward the end? Uh, Mellow Yellow. Yeah, toward the, pr- toward the end, teams. Mellow Yellow. I feel like was they were. I think they just missed out on the podium a couple of times. Um, so I, I would I go think Mellow Yellow. Yeah, I think that's probably a good. I think that's probably a good guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, guess I'll Mellow. Yellow. I like Mellow Yellow. We'll go Mellow Yellow. Uh, and our chat, also, Piney, also guessed Mellow Yellow. So I'll take the answer here. It was Galactic Team Galactic that did not Galatic. get a gold. Huh. I guess so. And what did they finish? Like 5th or 6th? I can't remember. Uh, I, I can't remember either. They were they were kind of middle of the pack, I think. By the way, for half a second, like a, like a minute ago, I had the same thing, that re- weird Discord reload thing. Mm. I don't know what's like, going on. Okay, Greg is contagious. He's getting all of us. <laughs> so, some of our live listeners also got it earlier. That's crazy. I don't know what it um, is. But yeah, I think that's, I this, think that yeah. is enough trivia. Do I have anything good here? Probably not. Probably not. We can we'll we'll, we'll plow ahead with the rest of the podcast here. All right. Um, I, I think it'd be fun to ask. Uh, outside of marble sports and commentary, um, what what do you like to do? What are your interests and in, in, like, you know, things like that? Ah, so I, the. I'm never bored. I'll, I'll put it that way. I, I always try to <laughs> That's good. plunge into all these different projects. So, um, you know, growing up, I, I loved working on old cars. I loved, I loved restoring old cars and um, still got a couple projects of those going on back home. Um, I have, have gotten into over the years uh, ham radio, doing a little bit of that. Um, certainly Formula One and, and motorsports in general is, is something that I've, I've been fortunate enough to be able to do a little bit of um, for the journalism side of things. Um, you know, radio stuff in general. I, I've also been doing a lot recently with uh, watch repair, um, working on, on actual mechanical watches, not just like swapping batteries and stuff, but like full teardown, cleaning, servicing, you know, putting those back together and understanding those. Um, That's so cool. I've never even heard of that. It's, yeah, I, I, it's, I really got into it a few years ago. I was actually at the, the Formula One race in the U.S. when they had the monsoon, and it killed the watch that I was wearing back then. 
So, uh, so that kind of got me oh, into wow. this world of trying to find out, you know, what's a good replacement watch. And then I learned all this <laughs> stuff about, you know, automatics and, and, and hand winds and about the history of watchmaking and stuff. So, uh, I've, I've gotten into that recently. Um, gosh, I, I, I'm put on the spot now. I, I can't even think about some of this stuff. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the things I do. <laughs> I know. What, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, ta- I, didn't you talk earlier about like a, what was it a podcast about a uh, neurology? Yeah, so it's it's an actual it's an actual radio show too. But we, we oh. do put it out on on Facebook. Uh, we simulcast it on out, on What's Facebook the name Live. Of it, by the way, uh, so the the show is called The Mind Boggles, and it's a neuroscience themed radio show each week. Uh, it's on Wednesdays, and each week I talk about the latest in brain research and brain news. Uh, sometimes I talk to the actual researchers as a part of it. Um, I, I've, I got to go out to the International Research Conference for Alzheimer's uh, a, a few months back and talk to all kinds of different researchers out there and recorded and used those for some of the interviews. Um, that's been that's been kind of fun. Um, and that, that and that so goes cool. back. Yeah. I, I've yeah, always definitely had check you know, that long... podcast out. My mind boggles. <laughs> if I'm if I'm if I remember and I'm not lazy, I'll throw that into the um, I'll throw that link into the the SoundCloud description or whatever, whatever it is. I put yes. all this stuff and you can put it, you put, you, you put it as like a comment. I don't know if there's a description for SoundCloud, but if there, you can put in a comment if there isn't. Anyway, what's oh. going on, Greg for oh. the third time. Welcome back to the <sighs> podcast, everybody. I don't know if this part of you're even hearing it, but it's probably one second after the last words you heard when we were talking to Greg, but welcome back. He is back after another discord kick, a third introduction to the podcast. How you doing today, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing okay, uh, server problems notwithstanding. Man, man this man. really is going to be one heck of a week. You like <laughs> so man. much has been happening. Yeah, this is this is. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Discord, but it's crazy. Well, I anyway, I, I did uh, check, I've... and and their, their server did, it is saying that it is having problems right now. Okay, so. but of uh, all day, of all days and yeah, all times, it had to be now. I'll have to email Discord be like, hey, listen, we're talking to a celebrity right now, so let's uh, chill with those <laughs> server problems there. Um, uh, anyways. Oh, while I'm here, while I'm here talking to Greg, I want to ask you, Greg, do you have a favorite podcaster? Like someone who, because you said you had done a podcast. Did you grow up listening to some people podcast, or did you get into podcasting? You have like a favorite couple of shows? Um, I really it's it's been more more radio when i was growing up um following that the, right. I, I do have podcasts um i'll say this one uh but no i uh, there are there are some that i followed for a long time <laughs> you. i you know growing up i i loved um listening to all the the random topics they would cover on things like this american life for instance um you know that radio show i, I think was fantastic i we'd always listen on on saturday nights a lot to uh, prairie home companion when when that was on um very good storytelling and 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 the the imagery that, that you got in that one um you know, currently, I, I I try to follow several. I I followed along in that first season of, of Serial when it came out. I thought that was pretty riveting to, to kind of go through that. Um, cool. Yeah. Recently, I've I've been uh, listening to occasionally the um, uh, the Infinite Monkey Cage from BBC. Um, that's a very kind of sciencey one. They've got Brian Cox on there, and um, uh, they cover all kinds of different science topics. So I try to follow that. I love Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. Um, it is another good one. Um, on, on a, lot, a lot of these NPR stuff, but, but there are some, some other cool. ones out yeah. there too. Nice, nice. That's cool. 
So you're really into the the you know the science and things like that, which is awesome. I love yeah, that it, it's something that I've I've always I've always enjoyed um, as my background, and that's I mean, that's that's what I got my degree in, and um, that's what I've always liked. Yeah. Oh, and you're really into um, F1 racing, right? Formula. Absolutely. 1? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, big thing over there in Europe. As um, I know, Melikus is oh, it's like his favorite thing. But um, <laughs> big shout out to him, by the way. Uh, great. Doing a lot of work for JMR as well. But, um, yeah, like, have you ever commented on an F1 race or dreamed of commenting on Formula One? Dream it? Absolutely. That would be uh, that would be one of my ideals, uh, is to be able to do something like that. But, you know, I'd, I've been a fan for, for many years now. Um, my, my dad woke me up one Sunday morning and said, I think you might like this. Uh, and it was, the, cool. it was the 2004 Monaco Grand Prix. Um, and, and that just absolutely blew me away i'd never seen anything like it you know these cars that were you know getting up to 180 plus in a road that is not much wider than the room that i was in i mean it's just the the technology and the scale of it and the 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 whole scope of the sport from the espionage and the arms race to you know just the the physical demands that it puts on human and machine uh just completely blew me away and i i poured myself into it and uh have been a fan ever since that's so cool. Hey, we. Hey, I want to see you comment some F one someday. Let's all uh, <laughs> send some emails, guys. Send some emails. Uh, yeah, if, add if, them on Twitter or something. If, you know? if ESPN I mean, ever doesn't want to use the Sky Sports feed, I know a guy. I he'd, he'd love to step into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because hey, I think you are a hundred percent qualified to uh, comment some F one. You have the <laughs> you have the style. You have the voice for it. Um, that would be, I, hey, I think I think you should take the job now. Like, I mean, hey, it's it's kind of what ESPN I what it's kind of what I modeled the commentary after. You know, I, I I wanted it to seem like it was this big strategic sort of motor race. Uh, so so that was That's my so cool. kind of initial try on that. Is is you know could I throw in a little bit of Bob Varsha and, and David Croft and you know some of these guys that that have been stalwarts calling these races for for a long time. Uh, and and I guess that's another part of this too. Is is for anybody who who wants to you know get into the the commentary realm in general, don't like don't underestimate the value of listening to others and how they do it. You know, even if it's a sport that that you aren't really interested in, hearing the different cadences, hearing the different vocabulary, and how they emote and how they how they talk about different things. I I'm always grabbing bits and pieces. From, from different things that I listen to because I, I love certain styles and, and I, I'm not as big right. on some others and it changes all the time. Yeah, your style, I like your style. It's interesting. It's like, it's like you maintain a lot of excitement but still keep it calm. You know how like, you know, there, you get commentators who are like screaming the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Um, which I think that like I've done a little bit of commentary and I usually go more that way if it gets real exciting because, um, I don't know. I guess it's just a style thing, but yeah, like yeah, definitely. I can I can see that. That's that's so cool, dude. And I mean, I tell you what, like I've done a little bit of uh, commentary and I listened to you do commentary and took from you um kind of how you would say some things and applied it to some stuff I've done. So that's hey, you're you're becoming a, a commentary role model. <laughs> uh just like you you uh looked up to um the F one, the F one, the big F one names. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I, 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 it's neat to hear, and it's, it's certainly something that that I am still learning from. 
I mean, it's uh, there's no single right way to do it. You know, it's it's not just um, F1 either. I mean, you you can you can pull it from all sorts of different sports with with the types of things that they do. Uh, you know, whether it's a good example for the vocabulary, for instance, um, uh, thinking about Doc Emmerich, for instance, in NHL. You know, the way that he's got all these different verbs, and so I mean, sometimes a little bit a little bit past that point even, but. But the fact that he can kind of keep that thread and weave that as the action is going on, I, I like to, to try to tell that story a little bit um, as, it, as it goes. Because it's not just what you're watching in that exact instant. There are ramifications to it, and there are implications, and, and you're kind of rising and falling uh, along with it and, and trying to guide the viewer through that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I think that that's just, it's just so cool how you, how you came to, to learn all that. And I, I don't know, man, like sometimes I just, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I can't believe I'm talking to Greg Woods, but, <laughs> but uh, Hey, dude, keep doing what you're doing is what I'm saying. Cause the commentary is, is, is amazing. You're definitely pulling from the right people. If you're, um, if you're, if you're looking up to other people for this, but anyways, uh, Mr. Waff, do you have any uh, other questions for Greg as well? Um, I like. Can you repeat what you said? <laughs> Did I cut out again? Well, no, no. I um, I was I was like looking at a clip that the live chat sent. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They just put that in there. Yeah. Do you have any other questions for Greg? Because uh, if you don't, I'll open to the live chat because I know a couple people had questions in there um, before we wrap up for the day. You know, I think we should like let our our live chat ask some questions because like they've been waiting patiently. All right, Greg. You okay with answering some fan questions? I will try. Okay. All right, fans. Throw them in there. Uh, oh, there's another thing I wanted to get to. How much time? We, we got some time. We got some time. Barring the, the Discord situation, we have like 10 minutes. All right. Let's see what they have to say. Uh, in the meantime, while we wait for their questions, uh, any predictions for the 2020 Marble League? We always like to try to pull from the, the knowledge of our, our guests. Oh, any, man. Uh, any thoughts on who might win, who might do good, who might do bad? Um, this one's, this one's going to be really interesting because of all the off-season stuff going on. I mean, think about the fact that we're only a few events into the San Marble Rally season, and you've got all this hype and all the preparations going on for Marbula 1. So I think it's going to be really interesting how that will test the team's preparation to get ready for this event. Where do they put their energy do they put most of their eggs in one basket versus another? Uh, and especially when you think about Oceanics, or you think about some of the ones that were down toward the bottom, how much are they going to be motivated and turn that into results? Because uh, that's going to be tough. You know, I, I mean, you're you're going to be facing a lot of skepticism and teams uh, probably looking down on you. And I imagine that's going to be a little bit of a motivator. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean... I don't know what to say about the Oceanics, but I mean, who do you who do you think really was the the anti MVP of the year? The Oceanics or the <laughs> Limers with their two point performance in Marble Showdown? Uh, um, oh yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and then you've got all the fan stuff that was going on in the meantime, and right. oh, not good. Yeah, just a just a j- just a very tough time. But yeah, definitely to see. I think the Marbula one will be a good test, and you'll it will kind of almost kind of jumble up the uh, the teams a little bit because it will almost be new. The teams aren't used mm-hmm. to doing a whole 
Marbula One type composition competition composition. Whoa! Uh, before the qualifiers and and the Marble League, so to, that extra practice, that extra time out there on the the track, I, I think it may affect them. Do you yeah. have a um, Do you have a guess for a winner? Um, I'll be the first to say my guess for Marble League 2020's winner is Mellow Yellow. Um, right now, uh, I don't know if Waff has a guess yet, but uh, we want to know: is do, who do you think is going to get the gold? Oh boy, that's I—I uh, I mean, Mellow Yellow—they're—they were positioned pretty well, top five. Uh, you know, they—they they, they got a good points haul, but they just felt like they were never quite up there as consistently uh, as before. Savage Speeders are also going to be another one to watch because they peaked really early, and mm-hmm, I, right. I think I think they're going to learn from that because they came out all guns blazing and then couldn't sustain that over the course of of the rest of the events. I mean, they they meddled what just just once I think after their their first opening spurt of of golds. So they've got to turn it around, but I think a lot of people are going to be watching the Green Ducks. Can they repeat what they almost did this year? Yeah. You know, with yeah. with coming on the scene fresh, not familiar with with this level of marble competition. So, all right, they got a year under their belts. What do they do the next time? What they got like five medals or something in 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 this year's? What could they yeah. do next year? Who knows? Or or was it just a, a single little bubble? And is that bubble going to burst? That's that's a good point. I actually haven't been considering the Green Ducks a lot, but yeah, they we forget about how as a rookie team they came out and almost almost took the the 2019 Marble Olympics. It wasn't for the Raspberry Racers just having. That almost that second half burst that they had, I mean, it would have been green ducks all the way. Um, and 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 even, are there any marble showdown teams that you think we should be watching out for as we go into this marble league? Because I know a few of them did show actually quite a bit of a good performance, more than even we expected. Um, but any marble showdown teams that are, you know, any new teams that are showing some good skill? Do you think? It, that, that's a tough one because it was a fairly short stretch. I mean, what it was only four events. Um, yeah. So, so when when you're looking at you know the teams how they how they shook out, <laughs> obviously, like you said, the Limers that's that's pretty bad. Um, that was pretty pretty terrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, others I, I thought maybe this is their chance to kind of you know get back going again. Maybe maybe we'd see you know the uh, um, the, the Cobalts or the Minty Maniacs doing okay. Um, then you had this this interesting thing between the Bumblebees and the Hornets, and and how much of that was them kind of getting wrapped up in each other versus you know finishing well. Certainly the Hornets finished well, um, and 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 the Snowballs I, I I think had something to prove, but. I don't know. I, I remember thinking in the last couple of events, the the relative consistency of the Rojo Rollers. They came out in the first event, and I remember they, they did not do terribly well. But then I think they were on the podium for the next three events. And I thought, all right, maybe they're trending upward, but then you've got the, the two teams in front of them that, that were even more consistent. So I think any of those are a good option. Mm, yeah, those are... It's gonna be a toss-up, like you said. There was not; it was not a long showdown. I have made a comment on that before as well. I think that the showdown should be at least six events. So, um, hey, I don't know. You're right. It's hard to really tell because, may, hey, you never know. Maybe if it was six events, the Limers would have turned it around in the last two. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It all depends on the skills that are tested too. But a um, couple of fan questions here as we close, because we're heading on that hour mark. Um, First off, do you have a favorite ML moment 
Do you have a, a favorite one that sticks out in your mind over all the others? If it, uh, all right, maybe this will be a little bit of a cop out, but I don't think so. I, I think I think my favorite Marble League moment is seeing it on the Ocho. That hmm. I, I think that has to stand above all of them. Now, it, you know, in, in terms of actually doing it, uh, the lead up to that was really exciting time. Like hearing the the, the negotiations and were we actually going to make it, and you know, That's then what true, did we yeah. have to do to get it on there? Um, so there was yeah. it was a labor of love to put that together. Because when, when it was presented to me, um, they said, okay, we, we can do this a couple of different ways, but here's the structure that we want, here's what we're going to try to fit in, what do you think? And I realized that, all right, we were going to be able to use most of the commentary, hopefully. I was going to have to change, you know, when I said the name a couple times. Um, but but I, I didn't want to re-record stuff. But on top of that, then I also had to figure out a way to create this story for people that hadn't watched it before. Because this was such a, a, a quick lineup of all these events to fit into a half an hour, they basically just turned it over to me with a silent video, and then I had to sync up the audio, and then I had to kind of fill in the gaps sometimes where I would say, you know, so-and-so finished here in this event before we headed into this. And and that wasn't there, so so it, there was a lot that went into it, but to see it come out and get on the screen, and, and also, I was following along on Twitter at the time, all the hashtags, and, and trying to see what some of the reactions were. Right. And right. that was just so unbelievably surreal. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, you, you, you're telling me, man. Like, it's, I mean, especially for you who was, like, actually involved in it. You, part of those negotiations and actually your voice is, was on ESPN. You had a half <laughs> hour where yeah. you were a feature on a TV channel. It, it's insane. You were a star. That must, yeah. I, I mean, it, I don't think it's a cop out just because of of, of the, the the place you had in in that that whole production. It felt momentous. Another, <laughs> oh, it was momentous. I couldn't even believe it when I clicked record on my TV for marbles for Marble Olympics. Uh, we, I, by the way, we all noticed the hesitancy in um, the way you said Marble Games <laughs> when you couldn't yeah, say Olympics. Well. <laughs> That was always that was funny. That was the funniest part for me because I know you wanted to say Marvel Olympics, but they had the whole copyright. Had to edit it. Yep. Um, yeah, but you know, you know, still, still good. It was still, it was still very, very unbelievable. Um, another question the fan team had. This is a uh, fan fan team. <laughs> fan team and fan and everything all confused. Um, is there any team that you really want to see? in Marbula 1 that hasn't been revealed yet. Ooh. I some of the obvious ones have already been checked off, thankfully. Um but I'm not sure. I I I think I think based on some of the speed performances that we've seen that that may be a little clue if you look back through some of the events uh, to see who were some of the, the the quicker teams, but I don't really know what's what's coming up the pipeline for that. Uh, th- that's that's not something I've been involved in a lot. So when when it's revealed to you, that's often when it's revealed to me. <laughs> so I've I've seen the seven. Uh, I, I saw that we just got the Hornets. You know, pretty recently. Uh, whenever this will air, uh, very recently, I will say. Where from here? I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. I I like to think that we'll maybe get a couple of surprise teams. Ones that, that people will say, whoa, I was not expecting them in there. Because, again, then <laughs> you may have, <laughs> well, you know, because then you may have this fantastic <laughs> performance and you go, I didn't even expect them to be in this. How are they doing this well? So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
I would definitely like to see the Oceanics and the Lambers in there, give them a chance to redeem themselves. They need and, it. Um, yeah, to try to um, undo the Oceanics. That is the that is their <laughs> hashtag right now. But yeah, yeah that is maybe Glen Glaciers would be fun just because like I, they haven't done a whole lot in the series. That's true. Yeah. They, yeah, I haven't seen them in a while. There are a lot of teams that are just kind of disappeared into the woodwork of uh, of Marvel Sports right now. But like, they're actually still cool teams. Like, I think Team Plasma still a cool team. Just we, just the luck had luck would have it. They just kind of fell off. They didn't qualify back in 2017. Who knows where they are? Um, who knows what planet they're on? You know, gliding glaciers as well. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah, guys. I guess uh, another question that we have. Like, um, so, are you aware of the third place curse? <laughs> I I have heard of the third place curse. Uh, I, I imagine the <laughs> the hazers, I believe, are a little bit worried after that. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure it was the hazers that that got third in the yes, last one. Did. So, okay, all right. So, so I imagine they are a little bit worried. Um, but you know, curses are at the same time made to be broken. Um, it, it may take you. A hundred and some years. Write if, that if down. Write that down, Mr. Um, but... <laughs> All right. No, I'm serious. I'll, I'll explain knows? this. I'll explain this to you, Greg. Write this down. Write that All down. All right. Curses so, are made Greg, to be just, broken. Just to cut in, I hate to cut into your uh, response, but something <laughs> that we've been doing on the podcast since episode one is that every once in a while, um, something will be said. Either I'll say it, Waff will say it, you will, someone guest will say it, and I'll like the way it sounded, or I'll think, or I want it. So I'll just be like, write that down, Mr. Ba. And we have about <laughs> 20 of those right now, all written down. Um, uh, and they're going to be they're going to be revealed at some point. But yeah, so you have you have officially um, caused to write that down, which I don't do. Yes. Just because I like the guests. I do it because I like the words. So awesome. there you go. <laughs> your words will forever be immortalized on this server. Yes. Well, I, yep. I, I'll, I'll finish that up by, by just saying I, I think they they've got to be feeling pretty good overall. I mean, they they placed, they they set a, a record uh, in, in the last one, uh, in a speed event, no less. So I think they've got to be feeling decent. I mean, they, they did okay in the in, in the qualifiers. Um, you know, I, I, I think if there's a team that could break it, they've got a good chance. I Curses are strong sometimes too, but like I said, I think they're made to be broken. Isn't it crazy right. that we have marble sports curses? Isn't it crazy that we just said that? I just think that. I, I just think it's crazy how much that's developed. The fact that we there are what 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 do you, how how are there marble sports curses? But yeah, if there's anyone's gonna break it, they're the Hazers. So they've been very consistent the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rookie, the a newer team who was who was definitely showed some some impressive skill. Uh, third place this year and like somewhere in the top half last year they're, they're kind of just they keep it up they keep it up definitely but yeah i just i just can't believe that they're marble sports curses what that's crazy <laughs> we've come so um, far we we have but uh anyway guys uh we have reached almost an hour here i think we might be over but that's okay we got greg on um and we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up greg is there anything else you want to say to the fans out there who may be listening to this episode i i gotta say that that it is so neat to see every week and and every video the response to this and and how much it keeps growing and how enthusiastic people are about it you know we're we're always trying to change things and and you know to build on success and to to clean up things that needed it uh you know we're probably not going to get it right every single time but 
we're trying, and and it's neat to see that uh, that, that people have enjoyed it so far. I personally enjoy it, uh, and and along with you guys watching it and reacting to it, it's a blast. And and I, I hope that that is conveyed to you also. Uh, we'll see where it goes. I, I'm hoping that uh, the 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 the, mar- the marble rally finishes really strong. We've had really interesting events already, but we need the weather to cooperate a little bit more first, and um, then we'll we'll kind of continue with those. And obviously, building up every single year to the marble league. That is that is the pinnacle and. I cannot wait for that one. Absolutely. Couldn't Same. have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I think that about wraps it up, guys. So, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> we hope to have you back on, Greg. It's been it's been unbelievable experience for me, like surreal experience for me to, to be talking to the guy that four years ago now, I heard do commentary for Marble Sports, and and I then decided that I wanted to get into this. Four years, and it's just crazy. So, big thank you, big thank you, like huge thank you. Other other synonyms I can use for that, <laughs> for coming on and 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 talking to us. Um, I I just it's been it's been absolutely amazing. Um, I I love I how how close knit this community is for a lot of things, and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, and we'll, we'll try and improve as much, and maybe be one day as be as good as you are. At yes, <laughs> <laughs> man. I don't know. I don't know if that's achievable, but we'll certainly try. <laughs> you. But anyway, guys, anyway. That's about wrap it up. Um, that does about wrap it up for today's episode. Definitely check out the YouTube. Uh, as in 2020 January, we will be releasing um, an uh, MSW Algodoo League event one of season one, and so on. And uh, the episode 25 special is coming out in a couple of weeks, so hang tight for that. I'm super excited for that. There will be a clip, couple clips with, with Greg in there, too. Um, and uh, that's about it. So uh, we go to the outro here, and uh, see you guys later. It's the waiting for Greg song. The waiting for Greg song. The waiting for Greg song. Where is Greg? Boop, 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 boop. Discord is a butt.